Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 17th of October, let's begin with updates from the city. Income tax officials seized over rupees 50 crore cash in raids on various individuals, including a contractor, his son, a gym instructor, and an architect in Karnataka. Raids on offices and residences led to document confiscation. The contractor targeted was linked to allegations of 40% commission against the previous BJP government, with the BJP accusing the Congress government of builder extortion and bribery. In other headlines, Karnataka Chief Minister Siddharamaya stated that the state's farmers have suffered a rupees 30,000 crore loss due to this year's drought. Approximately 42 lakh hectares of crops were affected with 216 out of 236 taluks declared as drought-hit areas. The state government has sought Rs 4,860 crores from the union government under the National Disaster Response Fund. Siddharamaya announced measures including input subsidies for drinking water, fodder and employment support for the affected farmers. In some more news, BJP State President Nalin Kumar Katil announced statewide protests calling for the resignations of Chief Minister Siddharamaya and Deputy CM DK Shiv Kumar due to alleged widespread corruption in the Congress government. Katil cited instances of corruption involving officials and contractors. BJP leader CT Ravi criticized the KPCC, labeling it the Karnataka Pradesh Commission Committee, and suggested the CBI probe into ongoing IT raids to uncover potential links between high-profile Congress leaders and contractors. Up next, the Bangalore Development Authority is initiating a residential venture in Valagerahalli near Kingeri, comprising 200 flats. Situated near the Patanagere metro station, it has an estimated budget of over Rs 81 crores. This marks BDA's seventh project in the area known for its accessibility to Mysuru Road and Kengeri Satellite Town. The project, spanning three acres, aims for completion in two years. While 100 flats will be 2 BHK, the rest will be larger. Now on to other news. Despite Bengaluru's metro system aiming to streamline commutes, the last mile remains a challenge. Resourceful residents like a group of youths have introduced foldable bicycles within the metro. These compact bikes offer an independent solution for post-metro travel, particularly in heavy traffic. The recent launch of feeder buses from the Kiarpura metro station further enhances connectivity, with tech leaders lauding it as vital for Bengaluru's public transport. Moving on, an unidentified individual claiming to be a security personnel assaulted a group of skaters at Bengaluru's Kaban Park. The video of the incident went viral, sparking outrage among residents. The assailant confronted the skaters, asserting that skating wasn't allowed in the park. When one skater recorded the incident, the person forcibly took the mobile and attacked him. Their social media accounts shared videos demanding action. Meanwhile, the Karnataka Forest Department is overhauling its working plan to address conservation challenges with comprehensive area-specific strategies grounded in science. The National Working Plan Code 2023 has been released, guiding plans for 2023-2033. Officials emphasize using geographic information systems for effective monitoring. Activists call for climate change adaptive plans, especially in the Western Ghats. Concerns about monoculture plantations like acacia are being addressed by prioritizing the conservation of endemic species and limiting rapidly growing ones to specific areas. On a different note, although cases of conjunctivitis, commonly known as pink eye, are declining in the city, it's become a year-round concern rather than a seasonal one. It particularly affects school children displaying symptoms like redness, swelling and watery discharge due to conjunctiva inflammation. 
Surgeons at Narayana Netralaya note that while cases peak in summer and monsoon, the risk persists in colder weather, especially for viral conjunctivitis. Another observed trend is pink eye accompanied by subconjunctival hemorrhage. National news. Moving on to the national news, Congress leader Rahul Gandhi launched his party's campaign in Mizoram with a spirited padayatra from Chanmari to Treasury Square in Aizol. He warmly engaged with supporters, waved to the crowd and held discussions with well-wishers. Later, he addressed a public gathering and conducted an interactive session with students. Tomorrow, he'll meet state Congress leaders, hold a press conference and address a public gathering in Lungle before returning to Delhi via Agartala. Meanwhile, the Dravida Munetra Karagam-led Secular Progressive Alliance in Tamil Nadu is likely to hold together for the 2024 Lok Sabha elections. However, long-standing coalition partners seek increased seat allocations compared to 2019. This follows the AIADMK's exit from the National Democratic Alliance and their offer of more seats. With potential new additions like Kamal Hassan's Makkal Nidhimayam, established allies aim for a greater share in seat distribution. The DMK aims to retain the successful seat-sharing formula from 2019. In more news, the Supreme Court rejected a woman's plea for Ames to terminate her 26-week pregnancy. A fresh Ames medical board report confirmed her postpartum psychosis and stated the fetus was unaffected by her medication. The court sought a report on the fetus's condition. The woman cited lactational amenorrhea for not realizing her pregnancy. The Medical Termination of Pregnancy Act allows termination up to 24 weeks for certain categories, including rape survivors and vulnerable women. Shifting our focus, after flash floods at the beginning of October, schools and colleges in Sikkim have now reopened, except for a few still used as relief shelters. Glacial Lake outbursts triggered the floods, causing extensive damage. Some institutions in flood-affected districts partially reopened. Government Senior Secondary School in Singtam, a relief shelter, resumed classes 9 to 12 after numbers were reduced. Schools in Mangan, the hardest-hit district, were advised to conduct online classes. In a general weather update for the country, Chandigarh recorded 5.6 millimetres of rain with more expected due to an active western disturbance, according to the India Meteorological Department. Showers may persist, but clear skies are anticipated from October 18. The western disturbance will particularly impact Himachal Pradesh's hilly areas, with Chandigarh likely to experience moderate rainfall. The IMD issued a yellow warning for thunder and lightning, while temperatures are forecasted to rise by 1 to 2 degrees. International news. Turning our attention to international news, the U.S. House of Representatives will vote today, 17th October, to elect a speaker after a two-week deadlock among Republicans. The absence of a speaker, second in line to the presidency, hindered crucial spending decisions and responses to crises like the Israel-Hamas war. Jim Jordan, backed by Trump supporters, is the sole candidate, but his election is uncertain. Pressure mounts due to the Israel-Hamas conflict and the urgency for aid to Ukraine. In ongoing news, the diplomatic efforts to aid Gaza amid Israeli bombings continue. An Egyptian-controlled border crossing is set to reopen, facilitating assistance delivery. Hundreds of metric tons of aid await transfer from Egypt's Sinai Peninsula to Gaza, pending safe passage agreements. The US, UN, Egypt and Israel collaborate on this mechanism, said Secretary of State Anthony Blinken. The Rafah crossing's specific reopening time remains unconfirmed. Israel advises Gazans to move south, a directive Hamas opposes. In a recent development, Ecuador's presidential election saw Daniel Noboa, a young 35-year-old business heir, emerge victorious. 
He pledged to rejuvenate the nation facing economic challenges, promising job creation for the youth and housing dangerous criminals on prison ships. Noboa emphasized the need to rebuild a country plagued by violence, corruption and hatred. He will confront economic recovery, heightened crime rates and prison riots. His term runs from December 2023 to May 2025. In some tragic news, Marty Atisari, the Nobel Peace Prize laureate known for his global conflict mediation, passed away at 86. Finland's president Sauli Ninisto praised Atisari for steering Finland into the global EU era. Diagnosed with advanced Alzheimer's in 2021, Atisari's legacy includes brokering peace in Kosovo, Namibia's independence, and Aceh's autonomy in Indonesia. He played a pivotal role in the Northern Ireland peace process and oversaw the IRA's disarmament. Business news. Let's now look at some business stories. India's wholesale price index recorded its sixth consecutive month of negative growth in September, according to official data. In August, wholesale inflation was minus 0.52%. Factors contributing to this deflation include reduced prices in chemicals, mineral oils, textiles, basic metals, and food products compared to the previous year. Retail inflation also fell to a 3-month low of 5.02% in September. In more business news, a Tata Consultancy Services investigation revealed 19 employees involvement in the cash for jobs scandal reported in June, the company stated in an exchange filing. TCS emphasized that none of its key managerial personnel were implicated. The firm took action including separation and reassignment against the involved employees. Additionally, TCS will cease business with six implicated vendor entities and their affiliates. Next up in some tech news, India's Ministry of Electronics and Information Technology has urged Google-owned YouTube to take legal action against fake news channels and include a news not verified disclaimer. Major social media platforms were also asked to submit anti-fake news action plans within 10 days. Previously, YouTube assured a zero tolerance policy towards child sexual abuse material. Telegram pledged to uphold legal and ethical standards regarding sensitive content. Moving on, Jay Kumar Infra Projects Limited announced winning a Mumbai Metropolitan Region Development Authority MMRDA contract valued at rupees 99.29 crores. The project encompasses supplying pre-engineering building structural steel and executing internal and external architectural finishings for elevated stations in the Mumbai Metro Rail project. The undertaking is slated for completion within 56 weeks. The company secured the letter of acceptance as the sole bidder. In market news for today, the Sensex dipped by 56.54 points or 0.09%, closing at 66,226.20. Similarly, the Nifty saw a slight decrease of 1.80 points or 0.01%, ending at 19,749.20. Among the shares, 1,836 saw gains, 1,480 experienced declines, and 123 remained unchanged. The Indian rupee is holding steady in trading. Global market risk aversion and a rise in crude oil prices are exerting downward pressure. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. Kangana Ranaut has postponed the release of her film Emergency where she portrays Indira Gandhi. Due to a busy year and schedule, the film initially set for November 24th, 2023 will now debut in 2024. Kangana expressed gratitude for the positive response to the teaser and stated the film holds great personal significance. Besides Kangana, Anupam Kher, Milind Sarman, Mahima Chaudhary and Shreyas Talpade will also be seen in the film. In news from Hollywood, Will Smith broke his silence on Jada Pinkett Smith's revelations in her memoir, admitting it woke him up from emotional blindness. Smith reflected on their long relationship, acknowledging the hidden nuances he overlooked. 
Jada disclosed their secret separation of seven years, expressing commitment to overcoming challenges. The couple married in 1997 and has two children, Jaden and Willow, while Smith has a son, Trey, from a previous marriage. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, the teaser for the film Hi Nana, featuring Telugu actor Nani and Murnal Thakur, was released, portraying a heartwarming story of a single father's close bond with his daughter. The teaser unveils touching moments, including the daughter's unexpected revelation about a boy named Varun in her class and heartfelt interactions between the characters. Fans lauded the emotional depth and expressed excitement for the film's release on December 7th. Spooler Sports In sports news, India, led by PM Narendra Modi's interest, unofficially threw its hat into the ring for hosting the 2036 Olympics. However, the official process requires a letter of interest from the Indian Olympic Association to the International Olympic Committee. The selection process, revamped by the IOC in 2019, involves targeted dialogues with shortlisted National Olympic Committees, leading to a decision not before 2026 or 2027. If selected, India faces an immense organizational challenge. In more sports updates, Cristiano Ronaldo faced unexpected controversy after an act of kindness during a visit to Iran. He embraced artist Fatima Hamimi, who created artwork with her feet, prompting speculation in Iran. Reports suggest such contact in a relationship may be seen as adultery. Despite claims of a 99 lashes sentence, the Iranian government denies any such ruling against the football star. They lauded Ronaldo's sincere meeting with Hamimi. Wrapping up sports news upon their arrival in Bengaluru, Pakistan cricket players celebrated Captain Babar Azam's 29th birthday with a small gathering in the team hotel. An official stated that due to travel, the day was low-key, but preparations for upcoming matches would soon begin. Pakistan faces Australia on October 20th, looking to bounce back from their loss to India. This marks Pakistan's first visit to Bengaluru since 2012. Bengaluru Buzz. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Get ready for an extraordinary musical event featuring ace vocalist Javed Ali, performing live at the Phoenix Market City Whitefield on the 21st of October at 7pm. Catch ace comic Arjun Rana as he headlines his latest stand-up special, The Sensible Jot, performing live at the Tag Comedy Club, Korumangla 4th Block, on the 22nd of October at 6pm. This festive season, join an exclusive Dandia Dance Workshop and enjoy a fun session of dancing at the Paint Cafe Studio Whitefield on the 21st of October at 6pm. Interested in a tattoo workshop? Here's something for you. Join an exclusive class with the Let's Get Inked workshop conducted by ACE experts at the Small World Estibed Koromangla, happening on the 22nd of October at 2pm. You can also catch the incredible Manik Mahana in his latest outing, Manik's Day Out, performing live at the Prabhat Kala Dwaraka Auditorium, Koromangla 6th Block, on the 21st of October at 4pm and 6.30pm. Bengaluru weather. And finally, the weather in Bengaluru. Bengaluru will see partly cloudy conditions. No rain is expected. Temperatures will range from a warm 30 degrees Celsius high to a comfortable 20 degrees Celsius low. The heat index reflecting humidity may reach a balmy 33 degrees Celsius. Note that these values are based on shaded areas with light winds. That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute Podcast for today. I'm Anupama Rajaratnam. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow the Bengaluru Commute Podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. 
The Bengaluru Commute Podcast Skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast.